Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. If you didn't know, Chat of the Wild is a video game club that focuses on Nintendo's beloved franchise, The Legend of Zelda, where each episode we take a deep dive into small little parts of those series and just talk about what makes them great. This season, we are playing through Twilight Princess. I'm your host, Jeremy Harvey. Joining me from Twitch's Luigi's apartment, Brian Hour. Hi, that's me. And from the band Sweet Poison Victim, BC Nelson. Hey, how's it going? So each season, whenever we talk about a Zelda game, or at least something that we have experience with, we do discuss what our history is with that game. I think Twilight Princess is one that, in my opinion, is uh, very underrated. I think over time we will, uh, as we do this this deep dive into Twilight Princess, I think we'll find these things that uh, really stand out and actually they, it excels in that we kind of forgot about. Brian, what's what's your history with this game? Uh, I guess this is like the first Zelda game that came out when I'm, I'm like basically an adult at this point. I mean, I, I don't think I actually was a grown-up or acted like one, but... <laughs> But, you, you were know, mature, yeah, but you were no. legal. <laughs> but it, from here on out, like the rest of Zelda, uh, I, a lot of these games uh, come out at like really defining times in my life. Uh, and so, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 got a, I got a Wii. I couldn't get Twilight Princess. It was sold out. I, I managed to get a Wii. I, I think I 
uh, left a, a college class in the middle of it because my roommate was like, some dude just came in and traded in his uh, his pre-order for the Wii. Come get it. And so by then, nice. though, all the, all the Twilight Princesses were, were spoken for, so I had to wait a few months to get it. But um, this game tastes like beef ramen to me because I was unemployed <laughs> and broke. And uh, my roommate at one point got me like a whole just like flat case of like beef. I still can't eat beef ramen to this day because I ate it for like a month straight while playing this game and not really looking for a job. <laughs> so, yeah, beef ramen. Um, that, that's what that's what games taste like. Games have taste sometimes. And that's what this tastes like. BC, have you played this game before? Have you so, tasted this game before? <laughs> So I uh, I have only played up into the first dungeon. Um, oh, for this this came out around the time I had kind of gotten out of playing Zelda. So around the time the first Four Swords came, game came out, I um I was like I don't want to get together four people to play one Zelda game. I'm just I'm over it. And so I was excited for this game, but I never got around to it. I remember um, making like like music video cuts of like the trailers in windows movie maker. Cause I was excited when the <laughs> nice. trailers came out, but never ended up playing it. Um, the level of hype for this game was insane. Yeah. And this is actually my partner's favorite Zelda. And so a couple years back, I tried to play it and I got into the first dungeon and said, forget it. <laughs> so this is, I'm, I'm coming at it Oof. with a, a new perspective, a fresh look. So you were you playing on on HD when you when you got through to the first dungeon? That's a good question. I can't remember. I think I was actually playing the Wii version. Okay. Because I've only played the Wii. I've beaten it probably like three times, but not not in a decade, probably. But all three times on the Wii. So uh, since you did mention it. Uh, we do play through every Zelda game, but we did skip uh, Four Swords Adventure as we're going through this. In my opinion, it doesn't have much of a story on there. Maybe in the future, if there becomes some easy way for us to play it, we will cover it. Just mm-hmm. going to throw that out there. So with Twilight Princess, I remember being super excited for this. I was insanely excited for the Wii. Uh, I remember literally watching the video on i think it was probably on like ign uh in the little you know 480p video of them showing the controller and seeing like all this stuff about the wii remote and just losing my mind over it and then eventually when they announced that twilight princess the game i was already super excited about i was you know in spirit with the the people watching that video freaking out when we see the the dark the uh, link riding on a horse and all this stuff attacking well, on a link, horse but attacking on a horse all of that there's there's a, there's a legendary reveal video out there of this game with the crowd just losing their mind and uh i was definitely on the other side of my computer doing that exact same thing uh i was fortunate enough to have this pre-ordered with my wii as well I don't. So the problem is, is like I don't remember. That might that might be saying a lot. I just don't remember playing it like the first like week. But that's probably because I don't remember anything from that week, and so it was probably just Zelda constantly, and my brain just <laughs> shut everything else off. Like I had nothing else to relate it to at the time. Uh, 
yeah, and I it, I played it all the way through on the Wii, played it all the way through again when it came out to the Wii U. Uh, that's that's the version I'm playing this time as well. BC is playing that along with me. Brian, you're on the Wii, right? I'm playing the Wii version on a Wii U, but yeah, I'm using I'm using Waggle. So you're going to have the little Navi in front of your screen the entire time you're Well, as, as long as I'm pointing at the screen. Uh, it, it is, I'm going to have to mess with uh, the delay a bit because that's been rough. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that much of a, a delay between my movement and the movement of the cursor itself. So it's oh, not too is, bad yeah, here, bad. but going forward, it's something I'm going to need to address. Sure. So I guess we also should point out, like, this is uh, this is a, one of the Zelda games that I feel like people, uh, I, I feel like people will, if you ask them directly, if they played them all, they'll, they might say Skyward Sword. But I always felt like Twilight Princess got the loudest backlash. I feel like Skyward Sword, people just ignored it. Like, they just went on, they, they were just like, this is dumb. And they didn't play it all the way through because of the motion stuff. It was pretty loud. One, the backlash was really loud on, on Skyward Sword. The backlash on I all, apparently was just had my fingers in my ears the whole time. <laughs> the, the backlash on Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword was insanely loud. Um, but I, I, think, I think the backlash to this one was probably more just, well, it's Ocarina of Time. And... If that's your big complaint, then you're comparing it to what is probably your favorite Zelda game, because everyone's favorite Zelda game was Ocarina of Time. So, like, it's just my favorite game ever ever made is kind of a, a weak backlash. But, yeah, like, it's what we wanted. It's what everybody wanted after Wind Waker. Like, why didn't we just is do it, Adult is it the monkeys? Is it the monkey's paw Zelda? <laughs> We, get, we got no, our just, wish. Everyone wanted the Dark Zelda. Yeah, but that's like the least. And everyone complained about it. Yeah, that's like the, the least amount of hubris, though. <laughs> like the, like yeah. the uh, you know, <laughs> I, like it's not that bad, but it's, yeah, it's still kind of that. You already wished for the thing you already have. So let's go ahead and jump into this game. It starts off weird where Link and as we know at the moment, because they still don't say like who's talking to you at the time you have to figure out you have to you have to deduce who some what someone's name is by talking to someone else mm-hmm. and then eventually you piece together being like oh that's his dad that's who he was talking about there uh but we're talking what is this guy's name this um russell ooh. yeah russell. russell like r-u-s-l right yes everyone has like a name like a uh a, a, a a sign outside their house that says who lives there, what everyone's name is, except for the the shop. It's only the mom because she's seems to be like a narcissist. So only her name's on their house. So we see Link and Russell sitting together and Russell is just reading some really dark poetry to him. (laughs) He just turns the camera and goes, here's the tone. Yeah, (laughs) this is the game's tone. He's just yeah. He just starts off by saying like, "Oh, when you know, when the sun is setting between the time of twilight, that is when we can see all of our regrets in spirit form." Anyways, uh, I've got an errand I'm running tomorrow. I was wondering if you could do that for me. <laughs> I need you to drop this limited edition vinyl off at Hyrule Castle. It's really important. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that's sort of just where we sit there, and then. 
Uh, we really just... This is where most people complain about this game, I feel like, the most, is because we they talk about how it has such a long start. I don't agree, but I think there are two major parts of this intro, and really it's just one, and that is the hurting. I think the hurting is the most annoying and the most offensive part of this game because it is a forced minigame that literally does nothing for you. It immerses, immerses you in the world. But it doesn't. Like, we don't do anything else with it. You're a farmhand. I, I'm glad that someone else complained about this because I am terrible at the hurting. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'll get the hang of it later. Uh, but also, I will never willingly do this again. So, mm-hmm. glad I'm not the right. And I think I think there is maybe just like later on you can do this to get best time. I think there's like a heart piece that you can get if you do that. Yeah. So sure. like, but it's literally nothing else in this entire game will reflect hurting. But you are forced to do it twice. It's it's pr- like the only like circular area, like kind of slightly open area where you can ride a pona around. Oh yeah, what are what are names for everyone? Oh, good point. Link. Okay. Brian, what'd you go with? Oh, um I farted. <laughs> it worked out so well in Wind Waker. I could I, I sat there and I was like, I'm not gonna do this again. I, I'm I guess totally you, gonna do this again. <laughs> I guess you guys stick with the classics. Um, so in classic form, I'm going with a name inspired by what I've been listening to. So I'm Peggy, like JPEG Mafia, the rapper. So okay. everybody's calling me Peggy. And then of course <laughs> I named Epona after my dog, because why not? <gasps> Yay! So it's, oh, I forgot. It's, yeah, you can name Epona too. It's it's no it's known as the best little girl. Yeah. That that all fit right. Okay. Yeah, what's your horse, Jeremy? Epona. Oh. I'm okay. I'm 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 playing again, my whole thing is that Link travels across every single video game. But I thought it was gonna be like exists in all worlds. Like Lank or you're gonna this, throw like an umlaut in there this, this season or something. You're right. I didn't do I didn't necessarily do that. Yeah. Uh, but or, no, I, I was just in a hurry to get through it. Epuna. <laughs> uh, uh, I am also playing on hero mode, so oh, I don't have that. Uh, and of course, my horse is butt spots because you know, butt spots and I have been hanging out a whole lot more lately with uh, me playing Breath of the Wild on the stream. So we we real close right now. Do you think it's worth it to play on hero mode? I was kind of conflicted on whether or not I wanted to do normal or hero because, I mean historically the Zelda games haven't been that challenging as I was going through the beginning. I was like, I don't know if this is just easy or if the, it's just the beginning. It'll just make the like first 15 hours take 20, right? It's it, okay. So the only the so what you get with the hero mode is that, well, first you get to play the, the Wii version of the game, because if you do normal mode, it flips it back to the GameCube version. Okay. So, if you want to consider, like, you know, there's the GameCube version and then the Wii version have flipped worlds. Mm. And so in hero mode, you are playing the Wii version of it, which is, I, I honestly wish I could do, I could mix, mix those up because I wanted to flip the world, but I didn't want it to be easy. And it, it, it's hard to say. So hero mode, you don't find hearts. 
You won't find hearts anywhere, like when slashing grass or enemies dropping it. So you really do have to rely on potions and finding heart pieces. And then also uh, enemies do double damage. So there is no like quarter heart attack. Okay. Everything is at least a heart or more. Okay. So th- there, there is your challenge. The game, from what I remember when I first played through it on the HD one, it makes the, the first dungeon difficult, but everything else after that just gets easier and easier. It does. It has the same problem that every Zelda game has is you get too much of that power fantasy mm-hmm. where you rather, rather than feeling like you're getting stronger, you feel like the world's getting weaker. Yeah. Well, and then uh, it's a good thing that uh, heart pieces can refill your health because uh, this is the one game where there you need five of them to get a full heart container. And, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so there's even more scattered all over the world for you, Jeremy. Cool. Uh, I, however, will be hating every single heart piece I pick up in this game. <laughs> Just, just that, just, just going forward. Just so you all know that it's going to happen. Uh, so, like I said, uh, we get this intro. Then we go and we're going to go pick up our horse, Ilya. How do we pronounce it? Ilya. Ilya. Yeah, yeah, Ilya. Ilya. I've always, I always pronounce it Ilya. It always I-L-I-A. confused me because you get, yeah, because it's it's um, sans serif, so mm-hmm. you. The I, a capital I and a lowercase L look the exact same. Yeah. Well, maybe the capital I, I is slightly fatter by like a couple pixels, or you know, like wider. And you could, and it's nothing you could ever possibly tell. Yeah. Especially on standard definition. I. Uh... <laughs> uh, we do get so she basically says she just constantly talks about how we don't take care of our horse mm-hmm. and about how how bad we are with taking care of our horse. I mean it'll get turned on her eventually where it's just like, you don't know what you're talking about. You can't actually talk to horses <laughs> because obviously my horse loves me. Whatever. She's it's our wife. She's, she's gonna, she's gonna, you know, give us a hard time about our horse. She likes our horse. Yeah. Uh, we get on our horse and then we can walk around. You can talk to people. In the well, town. You can walk. <laughs> Not right off the bat. <laughs> Not no, me. No, you do. Get, I no, slammed get... into everything. Cause I was holding. Oh the... no. <laughs> I immediately had that problem too. Like it felt, it felt so difficult just telling Epona where to go mm-hmm. because it just moved in such wide motions and you want to push forward on the stick. You have to push forward on the stick to make it go at a normal gait. You have, but you practically then, had to blow on the stick to get her to move normally. Like just, just the yeah. slightest movement. And it doesn't do the, what we what we really started with what I think is Shadow of the Colossus, where you sort of guide your horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, every game with a horse understands that, where you can't just say you have full control of your horse. You kind of just need to tell it where to go, and it'll AI its way around. Or, or different speeds. Uh, you know, like well, now now this is like a, a walk. Then there's a you know a trot and a gallop, um, or even like. An in-town speed. I thought that there was going to be, like, Epona's in town right now. She can't, like, haul ass. <laughs> like, what the hell? So, we go and make our way into the town, though. And this is where we can talk to all the people. And this is where I'm reminded. it doesn't. Th- this game will never age well, visually. Because mm. these face designs are atrocious. 
Like it is so strange. Everyone has a five head. They have a six head. They go they go above and beyond even a five head. And the 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 heads all look too big for the bodies. Mm-hmm. Even, I would say one of the characters, who is it? Who's the, the youngest little kid? Um, Mallow? The, uh, I think Mallow. The or baby? It's Malon and Talon are the two um, kids. But I, Mallow I and Talon. Malon or Talon. Uh, Rollo. Isn't that it? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, the the which, baby of the group. The baby, yes. Uh, the best character in this I entire game. I like... Yes, I like their face, mm-hmm. but it's still weird. I like that it's weird. Again, the Tingle brother with the bandana in here and saying that his older brother with the like bandana on. He he, his face is all right. Those but I'm just kids. saying, I like that. I his is the only weird face that I like for how weird it looks. Yeah, because it is a baby face mm-hmm. on a seven year old. Mm-hmm. Those two uh, kids, that those those siblings are my favorite characters in this game. I love them. So we can talk, but nothing really happens. Uh, you can run around, get off your horse, collect some rupees if you want. It's not important just yet. We do have to go and do the first of the two herding missions. Mm-hmm. You go up there, you, you get them put away. And again, it's, it's so annoying uh, because controlling your horse is bad. And then also the goats themselves have such a wide turn that they have to make that it's constantly like I, I have played various games that you know had you hurting things and it's like you get the motion. There's a sweeping motion that you can do going back and forth to get them in there efficiently. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that in this game. Well and then it just doesn't work that way. They they will eventually like stop running after a little bit. And and turn right around. And they'll just and be then like, turn the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, and just kind of walk off wherever they want. Yeah. So we go and finish that up, and then it it skips to the next day. Before we get into that, though, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk more about Twilight Princess. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. Sequelcast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. So it's the next day. We get woken up by a bunch of those kids. They come out and tell us uh, they're they're just talking about like, oh, there's a slingshot on sale. Mm-hmm. This is the important thing: is that uh, did you hear about the slingshot? Someone's got to get the slingshot. Well, and they're talking. So that's kind of like to the to the girl whose family runs the shop, and they're like, mm, dude, go get that. Just go get it, and then we could like use it, and it'd be awesome, and then you could put it back. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not how capitalism well, sort of, works. That's sort of like our quest is to get enough money to buy the slingshot. <laughs> yeah. Just because our, our kid friends wanted it. Now, we can go around, and there's a couple things that you can do where 
we oh we are also introduced to gr- picking up grass and blowing on it to uh, call Epona, call mm-hmm. a horse. The, one of the other things you can do is you can pick up, and it's only in certain areas. There are mm-hmm. very small areas that you can go and pick up the grass and do that. One of the other things that you can do is you can call a hawk to you, and you can guide the hawk to shoot it at things. Yeah, later, uh, pretty much any entrance to like Hyrule Field will have some Epona grass reeds lying around that you can walk out into Hyrule Field and be like, ah, there it is, grab it, call your horse. They're, they're, they're scattered in strategic places around the map. Yeah. So really, the, the thing that we do is we go into the shop. The shop owner there is sad because her cat's gone. Now, if you did talk to someone earlier, they do mention the cat. Uh, it's someone by a bunch of pumpkins, and that it's is where husband. you can like. Is that? Yeah, the husband is just out staring at a beehive. So I didn't mm-hmm. talk to the wife until after I had returned the cat. So I showed up and talked to the husband, and he's like, "Hey, there's all these bees up in this hive." Um, I'm going to knock it down. Also, my wife is sad, so I should do something to make her do something to help her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't go talk to her because I I don't like her and uh, never really have. And I knew she was missing her cat. And I was like, I'm just going to go get I'm just, I know what I need to do. I'm just I don't need to talk to her. So in order to get the cat. The cat's looking for some fish. In order to get some fish, we got to get a fishing pole. In order to get a fishing pole, we got to help out. Was it Russell's wife? Yeah. Is that who yeah. that was? Yeah. Russell's wife, who is kid currently the... pregnant with. Yes. Uh, they were talking about mate. They were talking about giving you a fishing pole that the uh, one of the kids made. Yeah. Colin then, made us one. And then in order to get it from her, she says, oh, you need to find the little crib thing that i lost for my my soon-to-be baby well well colin wanted to bring it to us he he told us about it the previous night when his dad was just standing there swinging a sword while his pregnant wife and son watched him um mm. but uh he was like yeah it'll be done i just need to paint it and then in the morning all the kids are hanging out outside your house and he's like i really wanted to bring it but my dad says i'm being like real thirsty and and said like just settle down um He'll come get it later, and so sorry, you'll have to go get it yourself. I wish I brought it. <laughs> so if we go, but her her little carrier was stolen by a monkey, mm-hmm. and so we got to go to a, uh, a little area, call on a hawk, shoot the hawk at the <laughs> monkey. The hawk will grab the crib thing, bring it back to us, and then we can go and give it to her. We you can do that to the beehive, and- too. Not yeah, you can the do the beehive. Uh, we can't do anything with what that does other than crawl past where it is, and there's some rupees up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can um, you can grab some larva from it eventually. Eventually. That's yeah. what I was saying. Is that we, it, we can't do a, anything with that right now. Yeah, we, you can use that for, uh, for bait, I believe. Hmm. So we go and help her out. She gives us the fishing pole. Then we have to go and do fishing, which it's like... It, the, we do get a better fishing pole later, but this fishing pole sucks. Well, and yeah. it's really hard to tell how it even works. Yeah, well, it is. It is literally a stick and a bobber with string on it. Like it. it yeah. There is no reel. There is nothing. You. You just 
just start running away from well you can't run but you know yeah yeah i was very confused during this fishing game uh because I just threw it out there and it's like, all right, can I reel it in some so it's closer to fish? What exactly do I need to do? Do I need to, like, is there a way to target this? And then yeah. Yeah, pull I had already caught a fish and it was like, all right, I guess I, guess <laughs> I did the thing. Yeah, so the way it works is that you get to an area to throw it. You press the button and if you hold it, Link just like sticks it up in the air, which I think on the Wii version, doesn't it have some motion stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he just sticks the stick in the air. And when you let go, he'll drop the string down. Oh. And then you can see okay. the bobber move. And what you have to do is you do have to watch the bobber, but it has to go to a certain level on it. Then you, and again, there, there's other buttons that you could press at the time, but then you just have to press the fishing pole button again. But you also have to hold it, and it makes a reeling noise, even though you're just literally holding a stick back up in the air. Yeah. And then the string just like the fish on the string just like comes back to you. There's no reeling. You're just sticking it in the air, but it sits there for a second going like. Or <laughs> well, whatever the well, my, my Wiimote was making that noise. <laughs> so no, fun. So yes. I had to uh, turn that down because I was streaming and I had a microphone <laughs> in the room. So I didn't need that yeah. happening. Uh, you do that. You get the fish. Cat likes the fish, takes it, runs back into its home. And then if we go and check on her, she'll be so glad that her, her cat's back that she's like, here, you can have this leftover milk. You can have the rest of the, feeding the cat. cat's milk here. Cat doesn't want yeah. it. <laughs> but we get a bottle. That is that like the quickest we've ever gotten a bottle? I, I believe I made that observation as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, milk only heals three hearts in this game, which uh, I think that's like, I think it's like five or six in other games. So, okay, we, uh, see this, something weird happened to me, but we'll we'll get to it. So you have enough money that you, you, you could get enough money now, uh, to get the slingshot Mm. and knocking down the beehive helps. Yeah. Knocking down the beehive helps, helps you can get all that. Then if you go back to your house, now there's two things that you can do here. I forgot about this. If you just go back to your house, it just continues forward. Or if you go back to the farm, one of the goats gets out, and you get a little challenge to try to stop it. Did either of you guys get that this time? No. Yeah, I think it's related to talking to the mayor because I got that challenge when I talked to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's what. Maybe he tells you and he warns you about that. I talked to that him the night will be before. an important thing later on. Yes, it will. I talked to him the night before, and then I went to the farm, and this didn't happen because I was looking for my paycheck. Because I, I was I needed like nine more rupees, and I was like t- turning things over, and I was like, "When do we get paid? Do we get do we get paid in mutton, like or 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 in goat meat? Which, which is fine with me, but this game doesn't have a, a, a cook crafting system, so that wouldn't really help me. But um, I mm-hmm. like goat meat. But even just give me five rupees, man. Yeah, Come yeah, on. just find just, five rupees on the ground, just and then me. I'll hold it in my hands and I'll stare at it and say, "I got a blue rupee every time." It's beautiful. Uh, so. We can go back to our house. The kids are there. They're excited that we got the slingshot. Mm-hmm. But Russell's leaving as we come in and says, I left something special for you in your house. So he broke into our house and left us and left a giant treasure chest in there. What am I supposed to do with that now? <laughs> uh, everyone knows if once you open a treasure chest, you're not allowed to close it. You can't put anything in there. You burn it. Uh, Use it for firewood. Sure. We get into there and he gave us a wooden sword. Yay. Uh, so we finally have a sword now, too. 
feel like it's the slowest that we've gotten a sword. Well, probably not, because I think like some of the other games. It, I, I want to say Skyward Sword, but again, that hasn't come out yet. I don't I know. I think, I, I think the first time I played Ocarina and the first time I played this game, it probably took me as long to get a sword, but I couldn't Fair. find it forever Fair. in Ocarina because I didn't know there was a hidey hole off somewhere uh, that I had to crawl through. If we come back out, the kids want to talk to us about, oh, show us how to use all that. This is where we get our little tutorial on there. Oh, they go uh, hard. How- they They set up like, all of a sudden they're like, I got a dummy. I've got like six target signs that we just jumped in up into the trees and put up there. Like these kids were ready to, for to, with the shooting range like that. Right. Uh, I guess. Okay. So BC and I have our motion controls with the gamepad. Oh, that's cool. Which are good. Which are good. That's I like great. Them. I'm actually playing on a pro controller. So I'm just normal Zelda slash. Does that not have motion? I, I didn't I haven't had to use motion for anything. I don't know if the the pro controller has it. But double check that cuz if you do I mean, you know, I always recommend it cuz I think that it it works really well for I aiming would, like your your arrows and whatnot. I mean, I've got a Wii mote so it's sort of the same, but yeah, the tilt is the tilt's it's everything. Why why yeah, that needs to be <laughs> every I believe I've I've made it perfectly clear my point of it needs to be in every Zelda game ever. Yeah. So what happens is that we whip out our slingshot. We do the first one and they're all just like so amazed. And then we do them all. And again, with the motion controls, it was just like blah, 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 done. Like I had no problem aiming with this here, which it's, it does this thing that BC you hate with the slingshot though, where there isn't a reticle to show like where you're actually hitting. Yeah. But I, I've done, I don't know for whatever reason it's, it, that's just a language to me that I I'm familiar with. Of knowing where the center of the slingshot is. Wait, you don't have that? But I get it, but I get it. I know. Yeah, I, know I don't just... have a reticle at all. Uh, I can Z target, so that's fine. So anything close, I can just Z target it. But mm-hmm. it would be nice to, I don't know, have a basic user interface concept that's existed since the uh, PlayStation days. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could even hold uh, R down and Goldeneye and get a crosshair true uh after we do that then we can do the sword stuff where they teach us all the different ways that you can slash your sword slash stab jumping slash yada 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 jumping flash what Um, no (laughs) the the, the baby's pretty stoic here for the most part until you do that jumping slash and then he is just like whoa well the whole time he's talking under his breath of like he's uh, secretly oh, yeah. a sword expert yeah like he knows all the magic moves and he everything. knows yeah all of the moves like the vertical slice and the horizontal slice he knows all the names so anyway we do we do all the sword practice tutorial and everything uh and then they mention about how the monkeys have come around and are, are taking stuff and we see a monkey this is the cutest so, little monkey oh see i see that's the thing i love the monkeys she's got a little flower uh, in her hair mm-hmm and then they all go run after him. We chase after him as well. The, the kids all run ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just me or Link? Link's run is weird. Yes, Link's moves so fast in this game. I I don't know if it feels that way to either of you, but that was one thing I noticed is just his walking 
walking run speed seems so fast for the world. Um, I think and just once we get out of these, this like uh, this tutorial this tutorial segment where they're teaching us all these things where we're kind of on rails in these little hallways like you get out in the hyrule field like it makes sense because it's yeah it's, it's massive this map yeah, is it. huge so i mean proportionally maybe uh in this little tiny area but yeah i agree and he he also he looks weird like it's it's like the stilted animation when he moves and when he jumps off things and he's just yeah so he he's a very straight spine the whole game yeah, he moves fast, but he doesn't sway his arms like he's running. So it just feels weird the way he moves. It looks weird. I think like him running around feels fine, but whenever you're on horse, that's where it's like, okay, you. I, I just need to be in a big open area with nothing around me. Uh, so we go and chase after the monkeys. We do see that they went into a cave that we're not supposed to go into. There was like a gate over it that's been opened that said like no trespassing mm-hmm. not allowed to go into there uh there it does fork there's a a, a guy that will give you the lantern mm-hmm. um we all did that right good yeah. lantern i don't know you don't need to right uh, you don't need to but i forgot i you know once you've been through it a couple times you can remember where the bad guys are but i had forgotten after a decade so i um okay. plus i like the lantern you need it for a piece of heart but other than that oh no, you do need it because you have to burn down the spider webs in the cave. There is a, there is a spider web that is in your way. Okay, yeah. Uh, we are introduced to the oil aspect of this too, which is kind of annoying because it takes up a bottle. Like I hate something where like I need to be using a bottle. Yeah. for a specific thing. So really, it's like you always want to have a bottle of oil with you. Uh, throughout this game, not yeah. because you come across a lot of dark things, but if you're out, it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that's mm, it might make the uh, Minish Cap Lantern just a little bit better, but also you could only have one other item out at the same time, and this one you could have multiple items out, but it has a draining like meter. It has you know, it has to be refilled. So yeah, there's like a toss up on that. But it can all, much like the Minish Cap one, this can be stuck on your belt while you're using other items, keeping light around you. So it works in that fashion too, which is pretty great. But And it's impressive, uh, you know, for the time having the lantern like that, it, you didn't have a lot of games that used light in that same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be great if they, when they bring this to Switch, that they maybe do like a little bit more of like, with the glow or something. I don't know. It, they don't need to touch up much of this game, really, because I don't think touching up is really what's going to fix this game. Like, <laughs> its problems. It, it's memorable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's the reason why I remember it 15 years later. I'm like, I remember liking this lantern, like, right off the bat. Just like, this is good. I like this. We go through this dark tunnel. You can light it up. Uh, there's a few torches that if you light up, you can get... Uh, well, it's later on after we get into the field. So we go through here. There's some you can use your lantern to burn down spider webs. There's also pots hanging on like strands of webs that you can shoot down, or if you slash them, they swing, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We go through all of that, and then we are greeted by a, a, a larger open field of Pharaoh's woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wait, we did. Or no, we haven't come across them yet. Mm. Uh, so you can just turn right, or no, no, you do have to find. Okay, so when we get into the Pharaoh's Wood, we do have to run ahead because you got to find a key. It's kind of random. 
where yeah. you we're not in a dungeon. This is not a dungeon, uh, but we do have to find a key for a door. You go through an area. We come across our first like moblins, which these things look hideous, <laughs> but in a way I like. As moblins should. Yeah, I like just how, like, I don't know, like, almost realistic, like, too realistic for this game in terms of its design. It, it looks like a, a, a real creature, the way they do, like, the shading of it and everything. Um, I didn't, I was not at all concerned about beating the crap out of them with my wood stick. No. Where some of them are just like, oh, some of these are kind of cute. You know, I don't, especially, like, you know, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Where some of them are like cute where it feels weird fighting them. These ones are like, you are an abomination. (laughs) They look like twisted humans almost. Yeah. During this first encounter, I had kind of like a quintessential Zelda moment uh, that I just loved in that I was fighting a Moblin and uh, he attacked me and I I dodged around him and I was about to like stab him in the back and everything stopped and it's like you picked up like twenty Deku seeds or something <laughs> like, or like seeds that you can use with your slingshot. And he just like everything freezes. I thought the game was like breaking, and Link just sits there with his new seeds in his hand. And it's like this is perfect. This is yep. the most Zelda thing ever. This is, Time look, out. <laughs> this is the most Twilight Princess thing ever. Like that 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 moment is just screams Twilight Princess to me. That like every time you turn the game back on. The first time you get like any item, it's like here. Remember this? That's what this is. Maybe they fix that in the HD version, but I'm pretty sure like what they they do they next do. next week when I turn my Wii version back on again, the first blue rupee I pick up is going to be like bam! Look at this blue rupee. Look at that thing. The discre- yeah, that's like the most quintessential Twilight Princess thing to me, like possible. So we get the key. Uh, there's also a heart piece. Just above that, if you light the torches, there's a heart piece behind there. Um, I, lo- I already lost one heart, so I, although I do have my milk, I haven't used my milk yet, so that's fine. Mm. Um, Yum. So we get the key, open up a gate, go through there, and then we are introduced to another little area. There is this parrot right when we get into there, some kind of a bird. Uh, I want to say parrot because it, it talks like a parrot would. It just knows certain phrases he's got one a hell of a pompadour and it's amazing if he is our potion salesman well he might be your guys's potion salesman what <laughs> he's mad at me <laughs> did you steal something i forgot to pay him i, I saw didn't him. realize i saw him i knew this is the bird you pay you got to make sure you pay him and then I completely forgot to pay him because I, that's just that describes my life and, and my ADHD existence. I read the thing, but I assumed that as soon as you put money in, it would just pay him. And then I walked out, and all of a sudden, this Afro bird is pecking me in the head. So I had to like run back in and pay for the oil I got, which mm-hmm. didn't I didn't even need because we're about to go right back to the village. Mm hmm. Yeah, you don't need oil yet, even though I made a big deal about how you always need oil. We don't need oil yet. Like, what we have in our lantern is going to be fine for this current adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the first guy uh, gives you oil for free? Um, uh, no, I don't think he does. Because I offer a lantern for free, which yeah. is full of oil. 
Right, but yeah. but I think if you go back, he he, you can refill your lantern there, and I maybe he, he he's either cheaper twenty than rupees. The per- huh? It's okay. the same price. It was the same price. Okay, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I remember there there was a reason that you would want to go refill with him, other than the bird. So after we go past the bird, we are greeted to a a giant tree. Uh, very much reminiscent of our first dungeon in Ocarina. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're not going into this area yet. We, if we go all the way up there, we there is a, a spot that we're going to come back to in the next episode. Uh, but you go up there. One of the kids is trapped in there with the monkey. You can break the wooden trap that they're in. That sets them free. Uh, then we're given a cutscene of them coming back you know, we saved everything. Mm-hmm. And then I think they were like, please don't tell my dad what happened. And then right after that, Russell's just like, Hey, I saw everything. <laughs> uh, and, no, and then they say it. Colin ratted him out. The kids are like, Oh, was it? Well, the kids yeah. say that. So I don't know if, if that was necessarily true or if Russell saw it, but the kids don't like Colin anyway. So, you know, maybe no, six Russ- in one hand, half a dozen, the other. Russell says that Colin told him about it, so okay. he was coming to help, but you had already taken so, care of it. Colin's character trait is that he's a coward. Well, he, that he's like, not that a... is his his character trait throughout this whole thing, where it is his arc is just the fact that he is a coward of the group of friends. Well, he doesn't want to be an adventurer. That's that's the other thing is that like he wants to be like Link. He wants to be a uh, a farmhand, and he's crafty. You know, like, not crafty like an adventurer, but he he can make fishing rods and and such. So like he's like I I'm not about that adventurous life. I'm just like you, Link. Anyways, on to my adventurous life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> ride horses too and herd goats for the rest of this game. Don't you, Link? But I don't. Just like you, Link. Anyways, <laughs> oh, there goes Link fighting ultimate evil. <laughs> uh, so we go through all that. Wake up the next day. This is this is the the dawn of the final day in this episode, uh, where <laughs> we have to herd again. Of course, uh, more. There's more goats this time. I think. I think there's like five more goats than there was in the ten last more. One. Ten. Ten more. Twenty. Twenty yeah. total on this one. And they'll fight you this time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, they will? Were they like... Yeah. If you use, I think if you use the A, um, like the call to make them move too much, uh, they'll turn around and they'll headbutt you off of Epona. <laughs> That's pretty great. I like that. So we go and get done with that. Uh, we're going down. The mayor's telling us about, okay, we have this royal gift that we're taking to the castle to give to the, the royal family, all this stuff. But then Ilya's like, Link, you were too rough on the horse. Now I got to go take care of the horse. Stop. And the horse is like, fine. Stop jumping over fences. Which, which, by the way, uh, we have a very folksy, um, really uh, apostrophed all to hell uh, uh, buddy named, what, Fado at the farm with us. And he's like, mm-hmm. you wanna, do you want to set up fences? I'm going to go set up fences. I'm going to go set up fences. It's like... Hey man, if you're gonna take the time to set a bunch of fences up for me to jump, I'm—I mean, I'm not gonna say no and like hurt your feelings. I, I'm just gonna—I'm gonna jump over them for a little bit. I'm sorry, Ilya. My question is, where are those fences when the goats are escaping? <laughs> <laughs> they just blast right through them. They don't care about those. Yeah, they can knock us off our horse to just break those fences right in two. 
So Ilya takes our horse. We go and follow her back. Uh, just before we get to where they're at, Colin stops us and asks if he can play with our sword. Uh, not Colin. Um, uh, one of the the kid, the 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 siblings. No, Colin wants to go see Ilya with us. Yeah, uh, and to get to to get past Malin and Talon, we have to give up our sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. he he wants to play with it because he he lost his stick, the bandana one. I think it's a uh, tallow. Uh, is that that the older the older looking one? I think I think the baby faced one is like a hundred years old, and we just don't know it. Oh no, I, that would make total sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, and not in like that that Kokri child kind of way. It's it's much mm. darker than that. So we give up our sword. And we go on ahead. We don't need our sword, this wood sword anymore. Not where we're going. Yeah. Uh, we have to go, but then Ilya closed up the gate, so we can't just go through the way we did before. We have to crawl on the dirt through a little tunnel, uh, which straight up was just like, oh, yeah, this is made on the Wind Waker engine. Uh, I definitely... Um, uh, went through this both times, this tunnel. they It is... Uh, it's like the shading on it. It's completely like uh, darkened out in the the first time. They don't want you to see it there, but it's still there. They're like, in case you've played this game before and you know that this pass here, you can take it. And then the second time, there's like, look, there's light coming through here, and like you can see it now. So I don't know. I took it. I took it both times just because I usually do that. I'm like, <laughs> I know this is here. So we get through there, and then Ilya's like. Your horse hates you. She doesn't like you. You're too mean to her. You hurt her so much. And then you're just like, blade of grass. And then the horse is like, I love you. And it's like, see? <laughs> Horses are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but my horse was evaporating. Uh, my my 480i horse was evaporating on my TV screen, uh, running through a Wii U. Just the, the rippling effect was was like going up the entirety of butt spots like it it just looked so weird it was it was like just tearing like just pixels tearing in front of me surprise we're on <laughs> so as we're talking uh this giant warthog with uh, what are these creatures because these, these are moblins are they the, the are we fought bacoblins before bacoblins okay so these are the moblins they come busting through this door in the middle of this thing. And we just get whacked on the head and knocked out. They now, shoot Ilya. Turns, they just, like, shoot yeah, her. Yeah. She takes one to the chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, because we got knocked out, uh, the, I don't know, Captain Fatso comes over and can't move his head enough to see that we're directly under him. Uh, well, he's a character so, from Red like, Steel, I guess, so... <laughs> And because so, he's looking around, I, that's what I took from it is that he was going to kill us, even though we still get picked up and taken away. Or, no, no, we don't get that. He doesn't so, care who what? we are. We're a farmhand. Whatever. He's like, I'm here to open up this portal and then jet. But he literally looks around and, like, it, it's showing, like, we are just out of frame here. And then they, yeah, they go and blow their horn. They have some kind of magic horn that creates portals in the sky and 
we go and finally wake back up, run ahead. We're going back to town, and then there's this giant black wall. We're, we're not heading back us. to town. We're heading back towards Farron Woods, toward, towards our uh, our friend with the lantern. It's across the bridge. We go in a direction, yeah. and there's black stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's just a big old wall. Uh, so we get pulled into there, and then this is where we are greeted by a completely different kind of creature. Uh, we've never seen anything close to this of this iteration before. Oh, a wolf? And <laughs> no, the 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 twilight black creatures with like these stone faces, oh, and, like, yeah. tentacles, and everything. <laughs> they grab us, and they're about to. I, I assume they're about to kill us. But then also, we didn't really talk about this. Link just has the Triforce on his hand. Mm-hmm. Like we don't talk about actually him. I mean, I think maybe it gets brought up a lot later but it's for the longest time link is just a normal dude he doesn't have some kind of mysterious past uh but he has the uh blessing of the gods in his hand it's just there it's there the whole time no they don't bring they don't you know focus on it but it's just that like you you can see it on his hand some would say he's got uh the whole world in his hands Mm. at least one third of it oh yeah one third of it (laughs) third of it I got a third of the world. Anyway, uh, so because of the power of the Triforce, I don't know. We got turned into a wolf to save us? What's the most courageous thing in the entire world? Wolves. Done. (laughs) Someone at Nintendo was reading a lot of young adult romance novels. They weren't. It just made sense. those, Those weren't written yet, though. Young young adult uh, romance werewolf books were 2006, 2004, 2003. Anyway, I don't. I don't. I'm uh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to poo-poo your your joke, BC. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, this game did come out in 2006, so if yeah, they were around, it's, it's, it's possible. It's, so, this is where we are going to wrap up the episode. Uh, we are currently a wolf. In a cage. Well, we get turned into a wolf. Spite on my rage. We get turned into a wolf, which saves us from, we'll see other people, uh, how they're affected by this whole phenomenon. But then we just pass out. Like, we just hit the floor. It was a lot. Like, oh! And then, yeah, someone is watching. Someone was watching us get drug away. Limp. We will wake up in a prison. From there, who knows what will happen? Uh, for the next episode, we're going to play up through the first dungeon. So get through there, beat the monster waiting for you at the end, get that full heart container upgrade, and we will come back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Oh!